0: Phil Duncan, weatherman, media star, starring in the Listener. Phil, you know you've made it when you've made the Listener. Nice photo.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the photo. It was a fun photo shoot actually doing that down in uh, Tiaretu Peninsula in West Auckland at low tide, and I was really sceptical about the uh, camera angles that he was taking. And then when I saw the photo, I'm like, eh, it's quite a cool picture actually. It's was was that sort a of normal photo that you have taken of yourself? Was
0: there a filter involved? You looked very trim.
1: Oh, I'm not saying you're a fat that. bugger, Jamie. I, I, told, <laughs> I said to him, "Make sure you use whatever filters and whatever like you do to the photo to make me look good. I well, want it to look like the Woman's Weekly when you finished.
0: You look like the male model from Mudgy, wasn't no. that? Was that uh, that was, was the Twelfth Man, wasn't it? Anyhow, I'm getting way off subject. Look, I'm worried about those poor people and poor folk up in the the Nelson region, Golden Bay, Takaka, all that area. Marlborough have been absolutely hammered by the event. At the beginning, the, yeah, well, a week or more ago, uh, this time a week ago, we were talking about it. They really need some good weather for the tidy up. W- what's coming for them?
1: Yeah, it's not looking um, too major for them, but there is rain returning later this week and into the weekend. The rainfall totals um, that I was just looking at at rural weather before for places like Golden Bay, Tartica, Nelson, looks to be around about 20 to 35 millimetres. That's enough to cause um, a few slips. On top of the rain we've just had but it's not enough to cause flooding or at least any serious kind of flooding so I think that's the good news, the good takeaway. The bulk of the rain that's coming in the next week will be falling on the west coast where it should do, uh, where it should be falling, and most other places will have more of a normal weather pattern for this time of the year. So not not so much in the way of severe weather.
0: Later this week, in fact, what is it today? So Thursday will be the 1st of September. What are you picking for the most important farming month in a lot of ways on the calendar?
1: Well, we're still leaning towards things being warmer than average. We've been saying that all year. Um, it rained about half a degree to a degree above average. And if you're wondering what that feels like, that's what the last month has felt like. So <laughs> more of the same. I don't see any uh, big major changes in our pattern. If anything, we're getting high pressure zones now out of Australia and the Indian Ocean. And when they come through the way they're coming through at the moment, that encourages more westerly for sort the of south of the country and Easterly's at the top of the country. So it's, um, it's kind of a, a, an early spring pattern and a little touch of La Nina in the air. Uh, that's the weather pattern I think we're going to be seeing this month. Nothing at this stage is too alarming, but our next Climate Watch update will be out this Wednesday, and that's when we'll go into a lot more detail about what is coming up this September.
0: If, is it a given that we get a La Nina summer? Um, it's not a given. But it's looking likely. You
1: know, If you look at the um, Bureau of Meteorology in Australia, that's who we trust at WeatherWatch for all the La Nina information. They've got a great website. And they're, they're at the moment saying that we're in a La Nina watch, which means we're heading back towards La Nina, but it's not yet guaranteed and locked in. So um, it's a bit La Nina-esque. That's why it's a bit warmer than average and why we're going to see a bit more in the Easterlies. And if you're taking a look at the weather in Queensland up near Thames, their rainfall is starting to lift up again. So, if we do get this, it'll be historic. It'll be our third first time ever with that three in a row.
0: So, well, farmers and the likes of Southland, I've got a vested interest down there, Um, <laughs> but but that's a really good example of an area that probably doesn't fare so well under a. La- thereafter you, Phil. Is that another ram raid in Auckland?
1: <laughs> it's more than likely.
0: Yeah. I'm in the middle of the city at the moment. Yeah, well, the new Johannesburg is David it Seymour. Like it, but, yeah. I mean, places. Places like Southland, will, will, will they get? Are they headed for another dry summer?
1: Well, that's possible, yeah. Because with with La Nina events, if high pressure is further down the country, they're under high pressure, and and even if you're getting sort of the the windy weather on the other side of the high, they tend to get a lot of easterlies or westerlies down in Southland. So it's possible, but again, we're you know two islands in the Roaring Forties. So just because La Nina is occurring up in the equator, doesn't mean that Southland definitely has a drought. Or a, or a hot, dry summer, but that, that usually is what happens because our air flows generally tend to come out of the north and northeast, and that's a dry direction for Southland. So I wouldn't be locking it in just yet. Um, the last two La Nenga events brought drought into the parts of the North Island, which most other forecasters, at least the government ones, weren't really... Talking about so, there's uh, always a bit of a wild card effect with anything to do with La Nina.
0: Phil Duncan there from Weather Watch. Go and have a look at his uh, the piece on him and independent weather forecasters. And last week's listener, it's uh, well worth the read.